So anyway, the locusts are supposed to be coming this week. I, you know, every year people talk about the locusts, and I've never seen the locusts, and I'm I, I so. Uh, I think we got a what? good chance. This okay. Time. All right. Hey, can you man the desk for a little bit? Yeah, you got a shit. Okay. I got to shave. I got to shave the small of my back. Oh yeah, that's right. Spinking. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if we've gotten there yet, but I got to go. I'll be right I, back. I put another pentagram on the wall, so hopefully that's going to help. Shit. Okay. Hey, what's Whoa. up, losers? Shit. Oh, what do you want? Oh, All right. What do you want? Did you guys hear those wheels hitting the floor? It's the last thing we want to hear, kid. No, I skateboard he- this time. These are my heelys. How did you get worse? I thought you were in foster care. Hey, you yeah. guys want to see uh, some firecrackers? No. Check see this out. or hear. Fuck. I'm going to set off the smoke alarms. Well, actually, we don't have any. I took them all down when that priest was here. No, that asshole. Yeah. You what do you want? Ready? Like, just let's get you out of here. Like, You guys get a lot of tough teens in the store? You're the, you're you're the, the only, only one. one. Uh, all right. Do you guys have uh, Scream 2? Yeah. Well, it comes in uh, like a collection of all the uh, Wes Craven screams. I don't okay. want... Shut up. I don't want <laughs> the Wes Craven movie Scream. I want Scream 2, the video game. That doesn't exist. Yeah, it totally exists, dude. You never played it? No. Scream. You're an idiot. Scream. Scream 2, the movie. We're not going to get it in until Monday. You're a dumb shit. It's a video game, dude. It's full of skeletons and doors. We have the right to refuse any customer. Please leave. Skeletons and doors. Like, pretty much every game has skeletons and doors. Like, you have a wrecked porno room. The floor is covered in dirt. You don't refuse service to anyone in this establishment. We're doing well. We launder money. Shh, don't, don't say that. Oh. We're doing terribly. Let me get Scream 2. Sibians covered in dust. Let me get Scream 2. It's ghosts and ghouls and skeletons. Did you, you talk about... What are you... Is it Doom? Does he want to play no, Doom? Dude, it's uh, he wants to, Doom. Scream yeah. to the game. Yeah, it's Doom. You want yeah, Doom? You want Doom? No, Scream Two. You should see dude. it. You, dude, you want doors. Doom? We have seen it. It's. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Hey, it's Wes Craven. See my dad. No, not at all. No, wanna... Yeah, move on. Uh, what? Uh, what? What do I have to put in your hand that you'll? He- Healy out of here. Scream to the game. Or have you got any other games that got skeletons and doors? You know what? I watched. Or. I watched that one we just got in the other day. Yeah, I guess I'd take a movie that has skeletons oh, and doors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give him that. I'm going to go shave. I'll see you later. Okay, man. All right. There you go. How you like Thanks. that? Yeah, it's it's good. I guess I'll watch it and not play it. Are you even gonna look at it? 
Shut up. You're seven cents short, by the way. Just seven get him cents. out of here. Yeah, pay up. Well, here's a middle finger for you. On this week of Five Day Rentals, it's Masterminds. Shut up. Welcome to Five Day Rentals, America's number one bloated, uh, overly complicated, and uh, everlasting podcast about movies and categories and the men who love them. I'll be your host this week, Bones. I'm joined with, uh, as always, Kron. Hello. Oh, hey. And uh, Laundry Dan. Say hi. Hey, uh, what's going on, guys? We're worldwide. Worldwide. Officially? Yeah. Okay. Did Pitbull, did Pitbull contact you? No, South Korea, welcome. Oh, okay. If, uh, well, I go outside at night and just connect my speaker to my phone and just blare it into the air, so we're probably in space now. This is true. I mean, if any person has downloaded it to their phone, it's gone up and down, right? Yeah, but I project it into the heavens. If we had to put an episode on an LP and send it out in a in a rocket, which one would it be? Are we still thinking rad? Monster dog. Because I feel pretty good about tonight's epic actioneer from 1997. And that's Masterminds. Uh, we're here tonight. We're... We're closing up. It came from the VHS cover. This was Dan's category, inspired by a VHS cover that stood stuck out to us. Or, you know, we had a story. Dan, you started us off with Demon Knight. Oh yeah. A Tales from the Crypt. Kron, then you you regaled us with your little uh, story about your parents not letting you rent Tremors. Mm-hmm. And this is a movie that I've talked about. How. Uh, I chased down for a matter of weekends trying to rent when I was a uh, little adolescent. I saw the preview for this bad boy and just had to have it. Um, guys, you had not seen this movie before. Can I get your initial reaction? I don't even know how you saw the preview for this. This I have no memory of this film existing. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. I thought I'd seen this movie but I might have seen it on just a preview of a, on one of the VHSs that we rented. Yeah. Without a doubt, that's where I saw the trailer. Was on something else that I had rented. Um, what did you guys think? It was Ocean's Eleven meets Die Hard meets Home Alone. Okay. Oh, for Pete's sake. Um, yeah, Home Alone Die Hard. Like, for for middle 12-year-olds, I guess? Well, you oh, exactly. the Ocean's Eleven aspect of putting a crew together. He didn't put a crew together. 
But he I mean, has, it, he has drill guys. He has guys up top. He's got gun this, guys. This was something I was actually going to talk about. Like this, this movie came out prior to what we know as like the modern Ocean's Eleven movies. I don't know if the original Frank Sinatra like had a basher, you know, like an explosive driller guy. Oh, we're talking mm-hmm. about Patrick Stewart's gang. I thought we yeah. were talking about yeah. Ozzy. I'm like, no, Ozzy the one man something? action man. No, because I'm yeah, pretty sure, pretty sure Ollie in this movie, the the main drill guy, he had to have inspired fucking Don Cheadle's character, right? In Ocean's Eleven. Sure. <laughs> why? Why not? Thanks. <laughs> this is a direct lift from mm-hmm. Masterminds. Well, not. Uh, I'm guessing you guys didn't have that great of a time because none of you have said anything like. This was fun, or I just compared I it to three this. great movies. Okay. I don't so. want to just get, give away my rating up top. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah, we're in a tight race here. Mm-hmm. You got to give me something, though. And you we can only say have like four movies left. Gosh. Okay. Maybe because I'm losing the game currently, I'm trying to milk whatever I can. How do you sons of bitches? I liked how 90s the beginning was, but I wish I had kept some of that energy throughout. You think it loses its 90s? Mm, in a way, because it just kind of turns into, you know, like a little diehard, a child's diehard movie. Yeah. I think it comes back with a vengeance for sure as soon as you get to that uh, ATV chase. That was that whole thing is extremely 90s to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I've never seen those type of ATVs. With, They're just regular with, ATVs with like cases chain on link, them. A chain link fence on the front of it? Mm-hmm. It just looked like really skinny. I was like, I don't know. They're probably custom to fit into a sewer pipe. Mm-hmm. That so actually they the the computer guys had the three D models of the ATVs first, and then they had to build the ATVs to match. Because I don't know if you guys realize this watching the movie, but the entire movie is mapped digitally. Well, that's all the only thing that's on a computer screen in this film, and it's always a. A 3D map. Mm -hmm. I just love when they zoom out and oh, he's got a whole print of the school, and it actually has five ATVs sitting outside of the the wall into the sewer. I think it showed explosions too, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Whenever they're they're triggering explosives, you can see Mm -hmm. them in real time. Live stream, baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, The movie also falls victim to the. Uh, security cam footage that was actually shot with a film camera because like they'll cut to somebody watching like security footage and the camera will be moving or they'll be zooming in you know the old Star Trek thing of like how are they seeing that there's no camera right there at that angle mm-hmm. um, they do it when the mom shows up at the school and starts bitching at one of the guards they do it, and then they do it when the SWAT team is first 
um, like trying to, you know, make up some ground when he's asking for space and he starts blowing up the mines. Well, I think it's just nineties logic with technology. Mm-hmm. I mean, this kid also hacks computers by literally just typing in like start hacking sequence. Op- open computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got that code breaker floppy. I mean, I just, I think we could have all been like, if we could go back to 1997, we could all be top tier hackers. I just love that the driving force of this whole movie is because of Scream 2. Mm-hmm. Which did, in fact, come out in 1997. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some kid wants to download Scream 2, and an old man got fired. Yeah. It's the perfect okay. catalyst for... All right. Uh, full disclosure, this is going to be a little deep. I get uh, knocked for not taking notes when it's not my movie, and then when it is my movie, I just fucking go ham. Um, so I'll try my best to to self-edit as we go through this plot, but uh, I will say I think it's a little bit more dense than it uh, it needed to be, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Like, there's... Somebody actually put some thought into this movie, I think. Um, I can't tell you what I did look up. I don't want to step on Dan's toes. This was a Roger Christian. I think that's name his name. Yeah, man. Uh, an Oscar winner for uh, his work on, what, art direction for Star Wars? Well, yeah, let's, uh, mention, let's mention the pros before we do the con. Yeah. Um, Speaking of cons. well, I think I think that's about as pro as you can get on his end. Cron, um, did you look up anything about this director? No. Uh, you want to take a crack at what movie he directed following Masterminds? Some Will Smith movie. <laughs> you're not far off. You're not. You're not yeah, too far close. off. Let's maybe Dan and I can and give some hints. This will be a little pseudo game. Um, it's religious based. Stigmata. No. Uh, no, that's a real religion. He's a uh, pretty good friends with another well known actor named John Travolta. He, he's friends. With John Travolta, I don't, I don't get that clue. Let me, let me clean that up. John Travolta's in the movie that we're talking about. John Travolta also believes what Will Smith believes. Well, we don't know that Will Smith believes that. People room like rumor that, but I don't know if that's legit. What is it that John Travolta believes? Scientology. And would work. Yeah, I'm asking Kron. I'm trying to get. Oh him. shit! I'm trying to wake him up a little bit. Uh, trying to wake up, M- Michael. Again, that's a real religion. <laughs> Michael, that's a Travolta Michael? movie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And it's religious, so I remember that being pretty good. Okay, um, Barry Pepper's in this movie. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, who's the other one? Forrest Whitaker. I don't know. Why, why it's don't pro- you it's, tell me the name of the movie? Why, this is fun. <laughs> tell him, Dan. 
it's a video game. It's a popular video game. It's one of the words in the title. <laughs> Tetris Boy. <laughs> yep. That's it. John Travolta is Tetris Boy. You got it. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's Battlefield Earth. So he goes he goes from this masterpiece that is Masterminds into what is considered what one of the worst movies, one of the worst bombs ever made. Ever, yeah. In fact, the only person that I know that watched this film is Chad Dill. And I think he even made a letterboxed review. I don't remember what he said, but Okay. So shout out to Chad for sitting through that. Um Way to go, Chad. Cron, I'm actually jealous that you don't even have the movie like in your Rolodex. Battlefield like it didn't Earth. even Yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a lot of fun. Any, yeah, so anyway, this guy was uh is apparently real odd. Um so after his his Star Wars stint, I guess he kind of went uh even more odd. Um I'll give a shout out to uh Garbage In, Garbage Out. They just covered Battlefield Earth. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and I tweeted out to them that um, we're doing masterminds, and they got the raw end of the deal. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, what do you what do you guys say? We, uh, you know, we insert our, our our code breaker floppy disk and start hacking through this thing. Well, I'm gonna put in my uh, stabbing westward CD. Push play. Okay. I'm going to try to remember where I put these mines in my backyard. I love that they were smart enough not to have uh, uh, Patrick Stewart say Delta uh, Quadrant (laughs) in the movie. You know there were Star Trek fans that were just aching that he didn't say Delta Quadrant. Foaming at the mouth in the movie theater, dude. They must have been so confused. I remember being so lost as a kid. Because I only know I only know him as Picard, you know. The whole time I was watching this, I was just like, I wish he had gone as hard as he went in Green Room. Man, he's fucking great in Green Room. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and he, we'll keep talking about him in this because this is. He would have got Ollie if he was if it was Patrick Stewart from Green Room. Ollie, <laughs> Ollie. Yeah, he would have got him. You know who played Ali? Will Smith. Yeah, you're learning. All right, we open up. We've got a little techno-inspired title card. We got somebody typing away. Looks like they're hacking. They're rerouting. They're going through Hong Kong, London, L.A., Rio. They need NordVPN. Again, his... Guys, I don't know about you, but whenever I'm trying to look at porn from another country... I like to use NordVPN, and right now you can use offer code Five Day Rentals, get fifteen percent off, or get a year for the price of two months. What a deal! Yeah, definitely. Why would you do the fifteen percent off? Just do the the year. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Kron? Oh, I was just gonna say again. This like when he's hacking, the first thing he types is initiate phone system. Mm Hmm. Well, how else is the computer gonna know? To sure. initiate this, yeah, this is before Google. You can't just say okay. Mm-hmm. Hack- um, hackers super cool in the nineties, 
Not so much today. They're still... Oh, you mean the movie or just people in general? Not the movie. I'm just talking about actual hackers. Yeah, because they've never been what the movies make them out to be. They are creepy Russian dudes that are rigging elections. You know, they're not... I'm telling you to eat horse paste. (laughs) Uh, Virtual Dimensions, Inc., that's just so, old people on Facebook, Dave. That's true. Or they're Russian hackers pretending to be old people. Mm-hmm. The greatest trick ever played. Damn. Yeah, hacking now is not typing initiate computer sequence. It's fucking liking bullshit, you know, Blue Lives Matter posts. Um, Virtual Dimensions, Inc., you wish to enter... Uh, time to insert the code breaker. Um, hope you guys recall that shot because we're going to see that exact same shot later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guess they only had one shot of the code breaker. They didn't uh, have enough in the budget to <laughs> film that over. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Scream 2 database. We got a virtual maze through this like digital castle. Yeah, Our hero it? grabs a joystick, because this is also what hacking was in the 90s. It what was trying to find the fucking Crypt Keeper? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, what uh, is he doing? Like, you have two minutes to illegally access a video game, and then if you make it into the right door, you get to download the game for free? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming Virtual Dimensions has set up this little game, which the game really is just avoid the skeletons. And get to the right and door. And go downstairs and get to the right door, and we'll give you a scream, too. You are an illegal intruder intruder, as opposed to a legal intruder. I didn't mm. understand that. Um, so, yeah, our hero, they start moving through this dungeon. They've got two minutes. We start rerouting. We're going to Sydney. We're bouncing back all over. Um, don't worry. He gets there. Scream 2 is unlocked. He starts... Starts the download. We cut eight, to the next eight hours and forty-two minutes is the mm-hmm. download time. <laughs> yep, no, that's two Remember days, the days, bro. Remember the days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember uh, starting to download the Beastie Boys Intergalactic video before I went to school, <laughs> and it still wasn't done when I got home from school. Five-minute video. Could you we watch the like ne- the first thirty seconds? <laughs> Well, you could watch it, and it was all blocky. Mm-hmm. It was all pixelated, you know? Uh, God forbid my mom needed to jump on TurboTax. <laughs> um, the next morning, we got a little boy that sneaks into our hero's room. They set off a laser alarm. Right at 38 minutes left on the download, Ozzy, our hero, he jumps down from his, uh, from his loft. It turns out this is actually his sister. It's not a little boy. Um, right. It's his stepsister. Um, he's pissed off. He just wants her to know he's boiling babe for dinner. She better deal with it. Uh, Ozzy's stepmom comes in right as the stepsister starts to fake, you know, being scared by her stepbrother. Stepmom runs off. She finds uh, the lawyer father who's on the phone. He's he's prepping for this big deal, deal of a lifetime. Oh, there's 
there's a funny part here where the mom, when she's talking to Ozzy and the sister, she's like, your dad is working on the biggest deal of his life. Let's all try to support him. And then she instantly goes downstairs while he's on the phone. She's like, you won't believe what your son did. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure they ADR several of her lines. Like she always, she, she never sounds like she's in the same space Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the movie. Um, But she, yeah, she even says she's, uh, she also says like, um, Mel's a little girl. You have to be sensitive with her. Like, oh my God. Um, yeah, so she's down bugging the lawyer father right at the same time. Ozzy, he contacts his buddy via radio. We got K-Dog. K-Dog cannot get out of bed, but Ozzy's trying to warn him, you know, there's a possible issue with the download. Uh, lawyer dad comes in, starts chewing Ozzy out. He's trying to deflect. He's trying to, you know, I'll take the sister to school. I'll do whatever. I know this is all me acting out. When you come back, we'll hang out. Dad says, you better not be fucking with me or I'm sending your, sending your ass to military school. Um, Ozzy kind of reactivates his alarm because he doesn't want his dad to see over his shoulder that he's downloading Scream 2. And this is the movie Scream 2. I know it seems odd. Like This, is, this would have been a huge deal in 1997 because mm-hmm. Scream was a fucking smash hit. So people were pretty stoked for Scream 2. Um, but he's pirating it on a Friday, and it comes out on Monday, apparently. I didn't know movies came out on Mondays. Yeah, that was my question as well. Yeah. Um, Dad realizes it, says, you're in big trouble when I get back. But they still make Ozzy take the uh, sister to school. We get a little, um, you know, skateboarding, pull along. Ozzy looks cool as hell in his denim get-up and his fucking 90s glasses. I'd kick Wait. his ass if I seen that kid wearing those glasses. Ozzy, go ahead. Are you guys saying it's the movie Scream 2? Yes. Yeah. No, it's that game, dude. No, dude. It's that weird skeleton game he's playing. No, that was how he got to the download of Scream 2. Yeah. No, that's not it. All right, pause the podcast because Kron needs to go rewatch Masterminds. Isn't there a part where K-Dog is like, these guys are going to go full retail? Yeah, because they're pirating the movie to sell it at school. Yeah. No, they're pirating this game, the skeleton door game. <laughs> Kron, Scream 2 sure, came sure, out in 1997. Sure. Okay, so did Scream 2, the fake video game full of doors and skeletons. Oh, my God. Uh, Ozzy is played by a young Vincent Kartheiser. Carthizer, not totally sure. He played Pete on Mad Men. Catheter. He was There you go. Pete Catheter. Vincent Ca- Vincent Pete in uh in quotes, Catheter. He's also in this movie from like 2004. I can't find it anywhere to stream. It's called Dandelion. Um somebody gave me like this is in the heyday of burned DVDs. Somebody gave me a copy and I threw it on one. I think it was maybe the same guy, I won't say his name, that hooked me up with a copy of Primer. Might have been around that same time. But Dandelion was like, a, I remember it being a really good, like, dramatic little fucking indie flick. Anyway. Did he give you Scream 2 as well? 
Yeah, but it was a shitty video game. It wasn't a movie. <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. Um, uh, so Ozzy show he's pulling the sister. She's she's screaming in terror. You're in big trouble. We get that trailer line. I'm always in trouble. The two they show up to a private school. Shady Glenn. Oz calls it Snotty Glenn. Uh, the security guard, he doesn't want Oz to go in. We find out that he was banned from the school for some frog gut explosion incident. For life. There's a, there's a, there's a back and forth. Oz is real cool. He refers to his sister as like, I got to take the stepsister. You know. I mean, it is going to be trouble for him later on when he's an adult and people find out he's been banned for life from an elementary school. This is not going to look good. A private right. school. Right. So I'm guessing it's a private elementary middle school. Yeah. Oh, Bones, you also glossed over him skateboarding his sister to school, which did look dangerous. I thought that's literally what I was talking about. Well, we're at the school now. That That's how they get to the school. Yeah. Is this pulley system. That he's got yeah, I, up. I said they were doing like a skateboarding skiing thing, and that's where she gets all scared and stuff. Well, they are just like weaving through cars. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's being really careless, but <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't care because I don't like the sister, so I don't blame him for being, oh, I, I didn't tell you guys, I got fucking pulled over today on my way home from work. Did you get the ticket? I got a big ass ticket. Let's just say that one more number and somebody would be in court next week. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'll I'll be guys in later. Definitely got a a chewing, which was quite funny. Uh, anyway, uh, so the guard he's reluctant. He gives him five minutes. Uh, Mel, uh, the stepsister, she sees her friend Gabby. Uh, Ozzy has a little line about the boss's daughter, you know, never too late to start kissing ass or start sucking up. Mm-hmm. Better remember Gabby. The bell rings. Ozzy's just fucking total disregard. This is where he's being really unsafe and just skateboarding through the halls. Badass. Badass. Um, because the stepsister is like, mom, my mom said you got to take me all the way to, to class, you know, all the way up to the door. Here we meet Miss Sanders, a real hottie who we don't get enough of in the movie, really. Um, oh, the lady with the short, dark mm-hmm. hair? Yeah. yeah. She 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 hints that she likes Ozzy and, and basically says, you know, you better get out of here before Maloney finds you. He takes off too late. Maloney, the pigeon lady from Home Alone 2. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Do you guys ever forget like who directed a movie or what the name of a character is and you try to challenge yourself to to not use IMDb and you're like, I'm trying to figure out what that, like you know what it is, but you can't remember? Yeah, I do that all the time. I just use Letterboxd. That doesn't count. Anyway, so I watched this for the first time last week. Because this was stream, this is streaming on Amazon at the time of this recording. I'm like, oh, that's the lady from Home Alone too. And I was trying to remember if she had the heavy Irish accent, 
in Home Alone 2. So I was trying to get her, I was like trying to imagine her saying Macaulay Culkin's name, and I could not for the life of me remember what his fucking name was Kevin. from Home Alone. Kevin McAllister. Okay, so oh, it's you guys got it. Can't get a Will Smith movie, but this motherfucker's on right, Home Alone. Right. All weekend, I was like, I'm not going to use IMDb. I'm, I know his name. So I was just going like, no, no, no. Like I was trying to like hum it and like will it into, I was imagining Catherine O'Hara waking up and screaming it. Kevin. I, yeah, but I was just going, no, no, because I knew it was two syllables. So I was like, Michael, David, just all sorts of random ass. Yeah, let him, is it Bud? Goes back into his room. Come on! Buzz. Or That's buzz. buzz. Buzz, yeah. Yeah. Know. But I was like, Buzz? I was like, I, I tried to go through the rest. I couldn't do it. So I was just going, I literally going, nah, 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 like try, in my head trying to imagine it. So anyway, I cracked and went to IMDb and I was like, ah, Kevin. All right. So Maloney, she spots Oz. She starts giving him fucking beef, tells him to. To, to get out um, he's starting to leave when Patrick Stewart he's playing Bentley he's standing up on these stairs and he says what do we have here uh, Maloney she's the principal superintendent of the school she explains that this is a kid that's basically responsible for these security upgrades starts shaming Ozzy right in front of the guy um, and then insults him by saying he's now in the public school system Ooh, loser. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, yells dismissed at him. Uh, and then starts talking with Patrick Stewart. Like I said, he's Bentley. He's the security expert setting up the new system for the school. He's quite charming. I think Maloney's kind of taken with him. Uh, she asked for a security demonstration. Uh, before Oz leaves, though, he decides to get a little bit of uh, revenge. He sneaks into the basement and he hooks up to the video system Bentley and Maloney they sit down in this new computer room they start booting stuff up I'm sure Bentley types in initiate security and school sequence <laughs> um, he pulls up like a digital map it's the first one that we'll see of the school like this 3D grid not the last nope uh, right as Oz taps into a porno channel Guys, I don't know if you got nostalgic for the phone line ad that they well, that he taps into. Why that feed even comes into the school, I don't get. That was my question. Why is this school wired for porn in the first place? <laughs> Everybody is wired for porn, Kron. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not even coming through all staticky. It's the crystal school, the clear, sc- The school's got a hookup. The school's got an uncle that had a box and it's unlocked a, it for him. It's a private school, bro. They're all... The rich kids. Mm. Well, and he sends the feed onto an old computer, which seems even more complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, so the security guard, he's actually watching the feed at the same time. He starts getting distracted by the phone sex ad. Uh, he doesn't notice that there's a um, some guys pretending to be repairmen that are pulling up. Uh Oz, right as Ozzy's trying to leave the school, security guard comes out. He starts threatening Oz, knowing that he was responsible for it. And one of these guys pretending to be a repairman just shoots the guy or shoots the guard in the back with a tra- uh, trank gun. Um, 
Another thing to notice, nobody dies in this movie. Wouldn't you instantly turn Um, and shoot this kid that the security guard is talking to? Oh, for sure. Yeah, but he dips out. He We get a quick cut of... He runs out. Yeah, but if you're the guy that who has the dart gun, like you can see the security guard is talking to someone else. There's a lot of questionable acts that happen I, I on have, both sides, the police and the terrorist. Like I told that officer today, I have no excuse. Um, uh, all right, so... This happens. Holy shit, something's going down. We cut to the stepmom. She's, I I don't know. She she seems like the type that has like a store, right? Who sells sells candles out of her house or some shit. Yeah. She's she's typing away on something. She gets a call from the school. Uh, Turns out Oz didn't show up. Uh, So she heads to Shady Glen. We cut to Bentley and Maloney. Maloney sees what's going on. She says, what's going on? Can you do something? And then we get this great delivery from Sir Patrick Stewart. I am Claire. I'm taking over your school. Which I like. I think the like how laissez-faire he is with it. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Oz takes off. We cut back to him. He calls K-Dog on the radio. Can't really get a hold of him yet, though. He, he kills the power to the school. Uh, this is where Bentley reveals to Maloney that he wants uh, all the kids rounded up, and he wants the ten. He wants ten specific kids separately. These turn out to be the ten richest kids in the school. Uh, we got the stepmom. She shows up. She starts acting all like uh, bossy because now there's a fake security guard. Um, right as she pulls up and starts acting the ass. Patrick Stewart tells everybody, all right, let's make our true presence known. Uh, Then we get this great montage of all the disguises coming off, all these fake mustaches and wigs and guys taking off uh, coveralls and shit. This is all stuff that worked on 12-year-old Bones. Just like, yeah. These are real baddies. Wish there would have been a guy that, like, took off a a bigger fake mustache to, re- to reveal a smaller real mustache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it had had that, it would have been just that much better. But mm-hmm. We get the backs of trailers opening up. We get the first shot of our drilling crew and old Ollie. Oh, I can't wait to get back and talk, talk a little bit more about Ollie. Um, all sorts of grunts and gunmen. And, uh, just for good measure, these bad guys at the front of the school, they decided to just shoot the shit out of the stepmom's Jeep. Dan, did this, did this bum me out? No. No? It bummed me out oh, that you, they let her escape. Yeah. Are you no, you're no longer Team Jeep? I'm a full Toyota family. Wow. You got rid of the Liberty, huh? Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, I've been over there since you got rid of the Liberty. Camry Cherokee to RAV4 you went you went to it oh she's in a RAV4 okay and I discussed today with my salesman a future purchase Uh, we'll see what Uh, are you going with 2022 Tundra 
but uh, Toyota has yet to release anything. Mm. So we'll see. All right. Yeah, Jeep blows up. Mom runs away. Um, should have shot her. Yeah. <laughs> we get. They should have shot so many people in this movie. Should have shot the kid. <laughs> should have shot the mom. Mm-hmm. They were distracted. Could have been they, gone by now. Yeah. They were distracted by that skirt that was way too short. I didn't even notice. Because it was distracting me the rest of the movie. It's just, you know, two inches makes a difference. Uh, Take less skirt, dude. That's what, that's what my wife says, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bentley's computer guy, Marvin, he shows up. He starts setting up a little control center. Um, Oz gets up to the roof. He starts calling K-Dog again. K-Dog is at the public school. Uh, he's in, I'm guessing, gym class, but he's blowing out of gym class just hanging out by the lockers. Reading he's pissed. Tales from the Crypt comic book, it looked like. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pissed that they're going to lose their Scream 2 sales, you know. Uh, we got buyers. If we don't, if we don't deliver, they're gonna go full retail, man. So, yeah, you wouldn't call a movie theater retail. Maybe it comes out on video. Video, bro. No, VHS. Ninety-seven. Yeah. It came out in theaters. Yeah, they, but they made this in ninety-seven. What are you pirating a movie that's already out on DVD? This seems such a strange hill to die on. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree for both of you. <laughs> All right, he gets a hold of him. What was he the says, popular game called Scream? It's in the world of this movie. You're stuck in brain scan, bro. Dude. Yeah. No one is pirating a movie that's out. You could just rent it. Or it's if not it's in, out. They're it comes pirating out Monday. This ghouls and goblins game. It would be Cron. It's Scream 2, the Direct, movie. Directed by Wes Craven. Wes Craven. No. Why do they have this that's weird what little video game that gives you access to download Scream That's how hacking worked in 97. Somebody put something no. in a dungeon and you had to get to it. You weren't even that, alive in 97, dude. You that, have to take our word for it. That was yeah. like a demo that you had two minutes to get into access the actual download for that game here huh? i wrote <laughs> did you whenever, look this up whenever he starts hacking it says welcome to virtual dimensions inc fear is our business do you think virtual dimensions inc put out scream 2 the actual movie did you look it up since this is your theory it's not it was put out by, like, Warner Brothers or something. Look, I trust you that the sale is really a seal movie. I, 100%. But, no, not here, bro. You call buying a, a product, that's retail. Movie theater is just a movie theater. All right. K-Dog refers to Oz as Action Man. Oz says, we got a diehard situation here, man. Uh, This is where the synth score really comes in as awful. I don't know if you guys picked up on it. We're getting real Xena-like era 
vibes on this. It's 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 pretty bad. It's one of the things I think knocks a a little bit of the score down for me. Like rating. All right, the cops show up. Bentley orders the goons to fire but not kill anybody. Again, nobody dies in this movie. Uh, let's have some fun, destroy their vehicles. So he, he lets them shoot the shit out of it. Um, why the cops are just blasting through the gate and shit, I don't understand. Like you'd think they would set up a perimeter and wait, but periodically throughout the movie, they just charge in. Uh, we see that the kids, they've all been rounded up. They're staged in the auditorium. Oz is sneaking around up on the roof. Some retreating police officers, um, they start shooting at the building and I can't tell if they mistake Oz as a baddie or they're just awful shots, but Ozzy has to kind of dive over, you know, the pitch of the roof to kind of hide. He slides down. We get this like, uh, gutter uncharted style hang. Um, K dog's screaming into the radio. He can hear some of the gunshots. He freaks out and he's like, screw it. And he, and he leaves, He's going to go find action, man. Um, Oz, he gets his footing. He finds an old dining room. Uh, don't you miss that about like movies and, and like old buildings that there'd just be sections of a, of a building that nobody's been in for a hundred years. There's a lot of sections of this building that nobody's been in. Mm-hmm. It seemed um, odd that you would have a room that no one knows about. <laughs> A real fancy dining room yes. and like sitting area, yeah, covered in cobwebs. Uh, he he lights some candles. He starts sneaking through. He finds an access uh, through a janitorial closet, uh, and he doesn't he doesn't waste any time. He manages to get himself to the security room, which has been left open. Uh, starts typing, enters his code breaker. It is the exact same shot from earlier <laughs> in the movie. So did he, like, access his code breaker from another computer at the school? I I think he has, like, a pouch that they kind of flash a few times that hangs off, like, his belt. I think he has the code breaker and a few other things and, like, a little tool pouch yeah, he's that got sits his, behind him. Got his Leatherman with him. Yeah, I think so, actually. Uh, you see it. Like later on when he's like trying to reach for his sister when he's crouching, I think he actually has like a little pouch that his code breaker and like a let because he has some tools later on. Mm-hmm. So he's a true action man. Uh, yeah, he, he gets in there, starts typing away. Um, real generic stuff that, that seems to work. Uh, he finds the digital layout of the compound. He starts opening gates. Uh, Bentley's computer guy, Marvin, yeah, he starts trying to, he realizes something's up. They run down to the security room. Oz has locked him out. He can't get in. Finally, some other bad guy, the colonel, I think they call him, uh, he ends up just shooting the door open. Marvin gets to the computer, and don't we miss these little screensavers that you could change the text of? Oz just has it saying, wiener head. You could probably put one on your computer now. Yeah. I don't know who would, but I'm probably sure it's not. there. Mm-hmm. That was a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah, mine says five-day rentals. Mm-hmm. Mine says mm-hmm. wiener head. 
bounces around wiener head i changed yours um bentley he starts addressing the students um says you know you might hear some guns some bombs blah 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 we're just doing some tests this is where you really start to see sir patrick stewart hamming it up well i I think when he says you might see some guns he goes like pew 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 yeah (laughs) he does like a little (laughs) goofy ass thing Mm -hmm. like that yeah um he starts going around he starts picking out the rich kids that he wanted uh he picks out gabby and of course mel inserts herself into the situation like i want to go um bentley's like who are you she's so like she's like i'm mel i forget the last name and he's like nah like he realizes you know yeah you're not one of my you're too poor so no yeah but i also thought it was crazy like if i was kidnapping 10 specific kids i would have those names memorized mm-hmm. like hans gruber knew fucking everything about every person that worked at nakatomi this guy has to refer to a list like are you on my With like pictures. he's a fucking guard at a nightclub yeah miss mm-hmm. um, sanders she's like can i ask you know like what exactly you're doing bentley's like fuck this and just has her become responsible for rounding this up he does that a lot this movie just like a kind of you know what fuck it you do it um finally our hostage negotiator shows up there is a lot of radio to phone communication through this movie i don't know if you guys caught that um where one person is on literally a walkie cb radio yeah yeah they're talking to someone on a cell phone yeah um yeah, he he finally shows up, and this is where the Dutch angles really fucking kick in. Anytime these people are on the phone, especially the cops, man, that camera just starts to fucking get a mean lean to it. Um, Bentley orders Ollie to start drilling. Oh, man. Uh, Ollie and his subterranean crew, they started up. Uh, this is not the last time we'll see Ollie down there. This poor guy gets stuck with so much. He's got to do everything. Hostage, yeah. Hostage negotiator, he calls. Um, Bentley is straight up just like, I want $75 million in a helicopter. The hostage negotiator somehow also does the budget for the city because he's like, there's no there's no money left in the city budget for that. Um, just a, you know... He's got a couple different jobs that he has to mm-hmm. do. So, I, I like to imagine the morning briefing where mm-hmm. the lieutenant's like, uh, "All right, guys, uh, you know we've got a parade coming up. Blah blah blah. So and so's in the hospital, so we're we're doing a potluck for them. And, oh, by the way, there's still no money in the budget for hostages. So, mm-hmm. yeah, any he, of those? He probably are. looks at the itinerary and he's like, "Shit, yeah. I got to speak four different times this morning." <laughs> uh, all right, so we cut. We got these corporate asshole, uh, assholes. They're up in this bidding war. We get uh, these are the two titans of television. How dare they leave out fucker from uh, No Holds Barred? <laughs> I was jackass. About, yeah, I was about to say like <laughs> fucking jackasses. These yeah, guys are just had these. These guys are just arguing over who Hulk Hogan's gonna wrestle for. <laughs> yeah. So we got uh, Oz's dad. And Miles, who's played by Bradley Whitford, 
of West Wing fame, and then time for Bones Obscure Casting Corner. Um, Bradley Whitford is the bad guy in Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. Is he also uh, the bad guy in Billy Madison? Yes, he is. All right. Mm-hmm. I was trying to place him when I was watching this, and I was like, I'm pretty sure he's the main bad dude from that. Yep. Uh, they are in this bidding war for WMN Cable Networks against uh, Larry Mallard. Um, there's, you know, real, real generic dialogue about our stock offering is like this, and we're ready to give you cash, and you know. Yeah, so Ozzy's dad is Miles' lawyer. That's the connection there. Um, Miles and uh, Ozzy's dad they get a they get the word of the kidnapping. Like they get the phone call. The dad gets it from the stepmom, and then Miles is uh, he sent an email from Marvin Bentley's computer goon. Uh, they've got to leave the negotiation. They leave uh, D-Roy... Foster, I think is his full name, D-Roy Foster, who's like Miles number two in charge of the negotiation. Um, you get a real generic, like, I want you to go in there and hammer that board. Uh, like, but, but Whitford, man, he gives it at all. Um, Bentley's got a bunch of the kids and uh, teachers that he lets go as a sign of good faith. Uh, the stepmom, she sees K Dog in the crowd as they're trying to like swim through all the people. I'm like, what? What good teachers these are that are like, no, nope, fuck it, we're out, mm-hmm. right? So, well, like two teachers. They, mm-hmm. they show it a few times too, but I really like how like the layout of the school is like. There's the entry door, but then it's got like a big green area in the middle. So every mm-hmm. time they release people, it's just like two files of kids that have to like split off and then come back together to run up the stairs. I don't know why, but it's like they did it the first time and I was like, that's kind of odd. And then the second time I was like, it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so the stepmom, she sees K-Dog in the crowd. She's like, what are you doing? You know, you know, so-and-so's in there. Uh, you know, Oz is in there. Call him right now. Call him right now. Um, and of course this is an inopportune time because this is right as like the 10 kids plus Mel are being shuffled into a, a different room and Ozzy sneaks up. He manages to get Mel. He's trying to get her out of there. Of course, she's being a little shit. I like, no, no. Right as K-Dog calls on the radio, this alerts the goons. We got a little chase going on. Uh, K-Dog yells over the radio. Oz, you got to neutralize those jerk-offs. We got to chase through a library. This is is really the start of the Home Alone stuff. So Oz sets up a trap with a, uh, in a chem lab, like a a Bunsen burner. (laughs) He's got it heating up this door handle. So while that's heating up, he starts pouring this chemical, like some acid on the floor. The guy coming behind him burns his, burns the shit out of his hand on the, the doorknob. Uh, uh, when the guy starts to take his glove off and start examining his hand, he looks down and realizes that his fucking shoes are melting. I thought it was so uh, funny that he, he burns his hand, but then he's taking off his fingerless gloves as if it like burned through the handle, through the leather, and mm-hmm. still was so bad that it you know could 
burn his flesh on contact. Yeah, the glove's still hot. He's got to <laughs> get it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So while this guy's shoes are melting, um, Oz gets down to the boiler. Uh, sure. <laughs> just old school boiler, just yeah. sitting there unattended. Boiler room, uh, coal reserves. This school oh, you love has it. it all, dude. T- turns up the heat. Super high tech fucking security system, but still running on a coal. They got mm-hmm. a porno feed. <laughs> uh, so he turns up the heat to max and breaks off the valve. Right as the goon just walks in, shoeless with a burnt hand. Um, and then Oz has a real terrible pun here. Or like little, you know, little statement. He says, "You know, coal is still one of our most abundant natural resources." I'm wondering. I'd like to challenge you guys. Can we come up with a better coal-related pun for this? Then it's one like of let's our just most let's just pitch resources? it. Let, yeah, let's just pitch it. Like if it sucks, it sucks. Like you're it's gonna bad. go the way of the dinosaur, buddy. Um. It's about to get really cold in here. <laughs> okay. I think you're on the right track. Let's go that way. Um, do you need to take a dump? Sure. If we don't, if we don't want to do the coal. Um, Maybe something with like a, like you've been a naughty boy this year. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, word just came in from Santa. You've been a naughty boy. <laughs> okay. Hey, your dad just died from lung cancer. <laughs> that's that's a rough one. You're the canary now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all right. Hey, Hollywood, we're available for rewrites. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're smarter than the writers of uh, Demon Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the control area, Marvin, they call down to Ollie, and they tell him they got to go check on something, or uh, go check on uh, the colonel and the other goon that Oz took out. Uh, Ollie just says, sod off, we're drilling. Uh, they still, uh, yeah. Then we cut back to, uh, Oz, he finds a shit ton of mines and dynamite. Uh, so he sees guys drilling a bunch of mines, dynamite and goes, what are these guys doing? Like, I don't know. Um, why didn't he take some here? Yeah. Just a load up on dynamite and mines. I have no, I don't know. I have no... Maybe because he's 14 years old and is like, you know what? I'm at least responsible enough to not run around here with dynamite on me. I don't know. I get it. I get it, though. You could go... Have him take one, you know? All right. Uh, The SWAT team, they start sneaking up. Now, one of the things that uh, Bentley asked for was space, right? Like, you stay out of the compound and I'll... I'll give you some people, but the SWAT team, they start sneaking up towards the building. And this is where we see that Bentley just, he didn't just set up cameras and alerting systems. This motherfucker planted mines in the quadrants throughout the school. 
starts taking out some of these SWAT guys and man, uh, manages to scare them off. Yeah, I know. We got, I, know. I mean, no, I'm only going to talk to these guys for a minute. Damn it. it. No, it's, I haven't even drank any wine tonight. Damn it. I was well, hoping he'd come in later, but guys, it sounds like just, sounds like the call's been hijacked uh, by our friend. Five day rentals. What you must BD, BDP, what's up? Hey, the Palma here. Uh, masterminds. Yeah, yeah. Really? I mean, right. dude, we're talking security footage out the Yang here. Uh, I think that this guy. I mean. He believes in the space creatures and shit, but I, I, I don't know about all that. Uh, yeah, he stole from me. That's all I'm going to say. You know. Yeah. They stole using security footage from you? Yeah. It's uh, the whole mind thing. I was going to put that in the sky face. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were going to go back and digitally put mines? Yeah, he's going to have... Into Scarface? Tony Montana is going to have, uh, you know, mines in there. Mm-hmm. Just so those... Uh, CIA bastards couldn't get him. Yeah, say hello to my little mine. Yeah, it could have could have helped him out at the end of Scarface mm-hmm. to have a few mines on on the grounds. Some claymores right there on the on the stairs. You look like you swimmed in high school. Who, who are you talking to? You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, well, yeah, yeah, he's still baby smooth. He still mm-hmm. shaves every day. Yeah. This guy cannot use. Travolta like I did. Okay. Well, that's for sure. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. What do you I have to now, agree with you there? Now you're famously a perv. Um and uh, I brought up the, the mother short no, skirt. No, I, How I did would, you think about I wouldn't what I you wouldn't think about that. the No? I don't like the way where this is going. I'm just asking about the, the skirt. Were you pro short skirt? Look, I took Stephen King's exact words, okay? And People just turned it the way they wanted to turn it, okay? For they, Carrie? They dumped, probably, they dumped a fucking pig's blood on me for that. Probably one of your okay. least sexy movies, but mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I went back from the beginning, High School Swimmer. The beginning. <laughs> well, I think you, High School Swimmer might stick. I think you had um, made about seven to eight movies before Carrie, so... <laughs> who are you to tell me about my career? Just the start of your Hollywood run, I guess. If there's one guy that I would trust to talk about your career, it's it's the high school swimmer here. Really? Yeah, have I know ever, he talks shit to your face, but he's he's a real big fan. Have you uh, ever read my books? We're reading the book. We're reading your books right now. Yeah. Oh, oh thank you guys. I've seen the uh, check come in the other day. Quite you, nice. Well, I'm reading the book about Bonfire of the Vanities. Your biggest failure, probably. Never heard oh, of yeah. it. I, was, I don't. I don't have a failure. I've never failed in my. How did this turn to an interview with Brian De Palma when we're talking about masterminds here? I, I don't know. You did just kind of butt in, so mm-hmm. it's always welcome. But you guys told I, me to come back always, whenever I wanted. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but if you're asking the question, how did we get here? It's because I mean, you, you got you a movie up. here with fucking video cameras computers mines all all sorts of shit this is my uh you know nuts and bolts it gets my wires uh shocky shocky you know what i'm saying it sound like a little pervert right now to be honest hey the word pervert and the palma do not go together all right i am an artist 
Okay. Okay. Does uh, has any of you guys ever met Raja? Corman? No. No, not Corman. He's a genius. He's on my level. Yeah, the guy's a nutcase, man. Fucking hey, Corman nutcase. knows what he's doing, and he sticks to it, at least. You're talking about the director of this, Roger Yeah, Christian. Roger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, never met him. Nutbag. Sure. Mm-hmm. We had a party one time. He comes up to me. He starts talking about aliens and shit. I'm like, is this your next film you're directing? Like, what are you talking about? And he's, he's like, hey, you need to meet over here at this place on Tuesday. So did you ever have you ever done aliens? You Me? did Mars, right? You did mission to Mars. Yeah, that was later on. Okay. That I mean that's what movie did you say you'd start phoning it in? Was it uh, Snake I Eyes? I wouldn't got that's that's Nicholas Cage's that opening? best movie. Really? Well, I guess I would say that too if I was directing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard Pig's pretty good. You see Pig? Oh yeah, that's the one about Portland. And a pig. Mm-hmm. There's not much of a pig in it. There's a yeah, pig I think in that's there. the inciting incident, right? <laughs> yeah, it's in there, but it, not really. It's kind of the whole driver for the film, though. Yeah, kind of like oh. that dog and John Wick, right? Yeah, I wish I would have worked with Ryan Gosling on. That driver was great. Sure. Driver? Maybe. You guys going to cover driver one day? I, I think, think it's just drive. If it, if it means you're coming back, you got it, buddy. Oh, I'm coming back. You guys know that. I'm f- All right. I well, just, you know, the, uh, the, only, the only way you can come back is if you leave. Oh, I was going to tell you, my, uh, my secretary, she uh, let me follow you guys the other day somehow on the, on the phone. She- Okay. Yeah, so I'm officially uh, following you. Are you using oh, Bullhorn? Yeah. That's the only place people get podcasts, right? Are you the one person who downloaded all our episodes from Bullhorn? Uh, yeah. No, I haven't had any wine tonight. Oh, shit, my assistant. All right, guys. Hey, uh, love what you're doing. Uh, I'm following you now. So uh, It's great. We love it. Thanks, PDP. This guy, uh, too many. Write a com- review. Too many computer 3D models. I wouldn't have done all that. I would have kept it old school. You know what I'm saying? You guys know me. You've seen Blowout. Uh, yeah, yeah. That bad, guy's a nutcase, man. Aliens and shit. I'm surprised we didn't have none in here. All right. I got to go. I got to go, guys. Uh, have a good one. See you, buddy. Wow. Another visit from BDP. We love it. My favorite part was when he told us how he met Roger Christian and... Uh, Apparently, they met each other, and he told him to meet him somewhere else on Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. I went pee, man, did I? Fucking That's weird one. You'll have to listen. Yeah, you'll have to listen back to that recording. Yeah. You missed I got, a lot of, I got a lot of questions for that, dude. You missed his great Tuesday story. <laughs> I have more questions every time he comes in. Yeah, I love it, though. He's a character. Kind of goes... Speaking of goes, let's go to a bathroom break. Oh, all right. Um.
my god, hey everybody, it's John Travolta here to promote my new movie, Tetris Boy. It's got all the shapes, all the colors. Anyway, also you should be following Five Daniels Podcast on Letterboxd. You can also send them an email. <laughs> oh, alright, bye. Alright guys, let's jump back into Masterminds. Uh, we left off the SWAT team. They were starting to sneak towards the building. Bentley, this is where we start seeing his uh, computer skills for real. He starts uh, telling a guy to set off mines. That's the extent of this. So, uh, like we, we hinted before, he starts saying Alpha Quadrant, Bravo. And then as the lower-level Trekkie that I am, I was real excited that I was going to get to hear him say Delta Quadrant, but... I'm guessing on the day he was like, nah, we're going to have the computer say Delta. Um, this scares off the SWAT guys. They they run away. As we it get, should. Yeah. We get uh, we get Oz, so we've definitely amped up the Die Hard. So if you're keeping score on the Die Hard comparisons, Oz is now sneaking around the vents. Um, Tunnel rat, this kid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, to this point, he's our tunnel rat. We meet a real tunnel rat here in a, in a minute. The police, they charge through the gate. And I don't understand why they're doing this. Like, what are they trying to gain with this? So, they're police charge through. To, they're just trying to get a kid killed, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, it's been a while. We ain't got no money in the budget, so... Yeah, fuck it. Let's might kill, as well. Let's kill these kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're trying to so fund the, us anyway. Um, yeah, they bust through the gate. Um, and they're very adamant. Let them clear. Let them clear. Um, then they have some guy on the rooftop just RPG the shit out of this truck. Um, the people are really starting to feel the heat now. Uh, even Ozzy, you know, he's. He's sweating while crawling through the vent, and we get his real badass. Hope you enjoy your sauna, Bentley. Another great trailer line. Uh, Ollie, our drill master, he calls up to Bentley. He starts complaining about the heat, you know. Uh, Bentley tells even, Ollie, what's that? They're not even in the school, though. They're... Under yeah, they're, earth, are they're they? down, Yeah, so it must be real hot in the school yeah, if I it's guess. getting down to the basement. Yeah. Because um, Ollie just wants to drill, right? That's like, it, man. That's yeah. it. He is like, you told me I have a timeline. I'm here to fucking drill. So He's Bentley guy, tells bro. Ollie, like, stick it in a hole. Mm hmm. Uh, tells him to go investigate. They find the the boiler. It's just about to blow. This is where you get that real 90s, like, whatever. Like, Ollie's like, all right, I've had enough. And then just breaks the supply line to the boiler, which they should have done immediately when they found out that the valve was broken off. Um, At this point, Bentley sees Oz on the camera. And they realize, oh, he's digging, or, you know, he's moving around. It's that kid. They send in the ferret, which is a, 
what under four foot 120 pound little irish guy that works for ollie mm-hmm. um they, uh, uh, I, was, I was gonna say in the boiler room part i thought it was funny that uh ollie he like picks up the little switch and he's like i think he says like pretty clever or something but it's like you just broke a switch off of a off a little <laughs> slider i mean what, yeah, what he, does it matter he he like melted it was almost like a hot glue gun stick or something and mm-hmm. put it in the switch to like keep it i think he was fucking with a safety or something mm-hmm. to keep it from triggering but yeah you're like yeah it, it, it just seemed like a low you know like it, it wasn't a great technological achievement to no. jam up the switch you know and you know it, it was so hard to not say clever girl mm-hmm. um all right yeah so they send in the ferret um they give the they give the ferret a trank gun and send him down this tunnel or into the vents and then this other goon he goes below he grabs a uh uh fucking spear from like a uh, you know, medieval suit of armor, and he goes underneath the vent and starts doing the classic, you know, stab up into the vent. And I've always wondered why don't people just like do a downward dog in the vent? You know what I mean? Like, let the guy try to stab up. You know what the what fuck it, I'm talking about? Like, well, make yourself it, skinny and push up against the top and let him think you keep going back. Wouldn't that kind of be like pushing your face right up against the bottom of the vent, though? No, you're up on the top. Yeah, like let like where you know that they're gonna be stabbing the next stab. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's where your kind of belly button is. Maybe it's a bad thought. I'm just go towards the stabs. People always run backwards. Go towards the stabs. My and I know there's the whole element of like. They see the bump, boom, 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 but I mean, he didn't uh, have enough room because there was, you know, seven inches of dirt in the vents. <laughs> Which I was like, why the why the fuck is there dirt in the vents? Oh, dude, there's dirt in your vents right now. Yeah, this is old school, dude. Yeah, this is a coal burning <laughs> <laughs> elementary schools. There's soot and shit everywhere, I'm sure. There's a, yeah, there's a whole lawsuit. There's a fucking... Burning coal. There's thousands the- of kids <laughs> in iron lungs that are suing Shady Glenn. Uh, so they probably they, come out of there looking like Oliver Twist, dude. Just got that shit all over their faces. Did your child receive emphysema from going to Shady Glenn? How does this affect you? How does it affect your loved ones? Does your child have mesothemioma from Shady Glen's private school? A lawyer that doesn't go to court is not a good lawyer. You should go to court, and we will go to court for you. Did someone dump coal all over your child in an unattended boiler room? Was it blowing through the vents? Did your 10-year-old get their hands on unattended acid in a chem lab? Uh, they try to smoke Oz out, but he, he gets away. At this point, he finds the sprinkler system and sets that off. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but computers can't get wet. So they start freaking out. 
um, again, they have to ask Ollie to go down and turn down the water or turn off the water, but he can't drill if he turns off the water. So finally he cracks, he goes and turns the water off. Um, and then he just gives up and goes back and turns the water back on. So it's real unnecessary. You got to come drill, on lads. Baby. We're drilling. We're drilling. This is where we get the Patrick Stewart. I'm not a violent man, but I really do think I'm going to have to kill somebody. But they ain't killing anybody in this movie. Remember, nobody dies. Uh, the goons, they finally figure out where Oz must be. He must be in the electrical room. Uh, they send somebody after him. It's the same goon from before, but this time Oz has set up a sweet little sweet little trick to result in the guy's electrocution whenever he goes to stab the vent. Now, does that count as a kill? Nope, because this guy comes back. Okay. You think he's dead, but he comes back. I mean, just running, you know, a, a million volts through somebody might do it, but... It's not the volts, it's the amps. Uh, Oz takes out the ferret with a little shoe trick. They're in the vent. Oz pops off his vans and pushes his shoe out. Um, the ferret has incredible aim, managing to get uh, that little shoe. Um, but Oz takes him out. Uh, finally, uh, Miles and Oz's dad, they show up. The negotiator is excited. I think money will do it. Like, this guy's just fucking obsessed with cash. Mm-hmm. Um, Bentley calls. Uh, while they're on the phone, Ozzy's dad, he realizes, oh, that's Bentley. That was a previous employee that we fired for embezzling. Holy shit, guys. The connection starts. Um, Miles and Bentley, they have a little back and forth. Basically, this motherfucker just wants bear bonds, which, man, I wish I had me a bear bond. I don't even know what it is. I just want one. You could probably go get one, dude. Yeah. You uh, a bear bond is literally a bond that it doesn't have any title to it. It's if you have it in your if you have it in your hands, it's your property. Oh, okay. And it's it's worth whatever its amount is for. Yeah. Like so Forgive me. Let's say I have a bearer bond, right? Mm-hmm. And I go to the bank. Who's 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 where's that five million dollars, for example, coming from? Is it being held from somewhere else, or yeah, the bond? Like, mo- like you have to give money for the bond, and then so it's held somewhere. And then when okay. you present the bond at a bank, they have to give you the money okay. that equals the bond. So it's just a real fancy check. Yeah, kind of. It's just saying that I have this money somewhere. Mm -hmm. And because I have this bond, it means that money's mine. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, this is riveting. Yeah, this was almost as good as Dan's Flonay story from the (laughs) pre-record. Pre-record. That's the key word. I think explaining how a bearer bond works is relevant to this film. I think so, too. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I powdered knew, wig attorney Cron Howard. I knew that I knew that was sort of the gist of it, right? But mm-hmm. I was always confused on the like, well, how can a bad guy just have a bear bond? Like mm-hmm. you'd think somebody would go that bear bond's fraudulent. But if the whole point is no, I want that thing that cannot be fucked with. Yeah. It, it makes sense. Okay. All right. 
Um, and now you know, listeners. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. go go buy bear bonds and try yeah. not to lose them. So a part of the deal is they had to front like five million in cash. So five million is loaded. It's taken into the school. Uh, we see Bentley on on the phone. He's having a conversation with somebody. He's reporting in to somebody. Uh, he then says that he will um, let he's he basically fu- starts fucking with Maloney. He says, "I will let the rest of the children go." If you tell me the name of Ozzy's sister, um, I think she does the right thing here. She cracks and she basically gives the name of Mel and the rest of this. And Bentley, good on his word, lets literally the rest of the kids go. So, um, I don't, I don't blame her for that necessarily. Um, but then upstairs we. Well, uh, he, from their POV. Go ahead. He, he keeps the 10 rich kids, but he lets yeah. like all the poor ones leave. Yeah. So it's almost like he was going to do that anyway, in a way. Like, But yeah, so we see from their view, the 10 rich kids up in their room and Mel's whining like, why can't we go home? And of course you're like, bitch, you wanted to be here. Like mm-hmm. you inserted yourself. Ugh, it made me, she made me so fucking mad this whole movie. Uh, so the stepmom, she radios Ozzy. She's like, I'm going to try. Um, Ozzy, you know, he can't he can't break radio silence, so he starts talking back in Morse code. Uh, Marvin's impressed. Bentley's impressed. He says he's the only worthy opponent among the whole bleeding lot, you know? We have not gone too nice to the children that were featured in all three of these films. I called Danny a snitch and Demon Knight. Kron just pretty much ignored Melvin or Marvin, well, whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, Melvin Melvin's, is, Melvin's garbage, dude. <laughs> yeah. See? <laughs> I think the ranking it in let's well, let's do the the typical clickbait ranking here. So the best would be Danny, right? He's yeah. the least worst. I mean, he at least killed somebody, I guess. Yeah, and he does the right thing by, like, you said he's a snitch, but at least he's, like, Protecting hey, Dad, property. somebody's trying to fucking steal your car. Yeah. Um, then I think Mel. Then I think Melvin. I think Melvin's a little worse than, than Mel. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, cause, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, because Mel's at that age where she doesn't really know what's going on. Like, she doesn't understand it's a hostage situation until a little bit further into it. Melvin is well aware that there's a giant fucking worm killing people and he's still acting the asshole. What were you going to say? Well, in in this scene in the movie when his mom calls, is this the call where she's like, um, hey, I know your real mom left you, but (laughs) like, good on you for staying in that school. Mm -hmm. It just seemed like a weird time to remind this kid that... (laughs) His mom You're such shit. Your him. mom left. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what I. That's what I have down. Like we find out Ozzy's mom left. We get the typical, you know, touching family inspiration. She knows, you know. Uh, Bentley cuts in and basically says, "I have your sister." And Ozzy snaps. 
he fucking he breaks radio silence and he says to the stepmom, "Mom, I won't fail." Holy shit, man! Uh, Ollie and the crew they finally reach the granite, which we see visualized in 3D on the computer. They are almost to the storm drains. It's time to start the blasting. They brought way too much fucking dynamite, right? Yeah. For what they have to... Uh, overkill. Surely. Overkill. Yeah. Uh, so we cut back to the police uh, like negotiation van. And the dad, Ozzy's dad, just like, well, maybe I can hack into his computer. <laughs> and the police negotiator's like, yeah, what the hell? Give Let me a give it a try. Let me give go, it a go ahead. try. Fuck it. Go. Well, we definitely don't have money in the budget to come up with anything else, so if you're going to work for free... Yeah, the only thing I wish they would have added was the dad cracking his fingers. Like, you think I could hop on that? Still got it. Yeah, I can hack into that. Oh, and so uh, turned on. That's why I married him. His uh, fingers? Oh, my God. Uh, Ozzy sneaks up on some goons... The, the goons that are holding the, the 10 kids in Maloney. He takes one of them out. One of them almost gets to jump on uh, an Ozzy, but then Maloney uh, takes him out. I cannot believe I did that. Um, she shows some pretty good uh, trigger control. She gets the gun from the guy, and she, she starts holding it up correctly. Her finger is uh, down the side of the barrel, not on the trigger which we could not say about Fred Ward and Tremors. This was something I don't think I, I pointed out. I, I thought about later. I was like, there's a part in Tremors where they're all on the rocks and he is just holding up his fucking revolver and like three or four times it's just pointed at Kevin Bacon's head and his fingers on the trigger. Like, hey, oh, somebody did not go through the, uh, the crow training. There's a different cut of that movie where he just takes out all those people because they're dead white. I don't mean to be crude, but you guys are slowing me down. <laughs> you fucking people are annoying. You guys don't ever have a plan. Um. All right. Uh, yeah, so Ozzy now says, uh, I can get you out of here. Trust me. He starts taking them out. Um, at this point, the dad, he also has a code breaker floppy disk i guess because he breaks into bentley's computer no problem uh they start looking at the 3d models they realize that there's some sewers that are highlighted k-dog he's like i know these sewers man me and ozzy we've been through these sewers um and everybody just fucking blows them off like the boys will negoti- be boys yeah and the negotiator's like let's do our job it's like all right well k-dog he fucks off he finds the sewer or the sewer he starts Shawshanking it. Um, we cut to the electrocuted guy. We find that out that he survived. Like he's woken up from being knocked out. He's pissed off. Is this um? Is is this where it pans down to his coal-covered feet? Was he the same guy? I think so. I thought it was a. Yeah, I thought it was a different guy. Oh, okay. I think that's the Cole guy. Okay. Okay. I wonder what Nathan Hands would say about coal-covered feet. Maybe we'll talk to him. Oh, careful what you say. Oh, oh shit. shit! Is that like? A t- 
He's quick. Nathan, how you feel? Well, how are you, man? Shit, I shouldn't just jump to asking questions. I should. Oh, I guess I'm doing all right. It's been uh, that little devil uh, Hinkle has been saying some pretty trashy words about me. <laughs> oh, you've been listening, huh? Oh, I heard him. He was talking about uh, the stuff I got down to in Texas. <laughs> you have a response for that? I'm coming for you. <laughs> Shit. Oof. I think I think Hinkle's got a dark side about him, though. I'd be careful, man. Uh, you don't think Nate's got a dark side? <laughs> hey, you know, Hinkle, he quit smoking and drinks a lot of that sweet tea, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, you never trust a man who drinks too much sweet tea. He's God-fearing, too. He goes to church twice a week. He complained about it, but he goes to church twice a week. I'm going to poison that sweet tea. <laughs> Shit. Damn. What if he listens to this, though? How yeah, are you going to be able to... Don't give it away, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Tell him to come at me. <laughs> like on Twitter? No, in like real I, life. <laughs> oh, okay. What'd you... Uh, Guys, we should really talk off mic about creating uh, fake Twitters for these. What did uh, you think anyway. of uh, these feet? Yeah, what do you think about cold co- cold cover feet, man? Thought they were pretty grimy, to be honest. All right. So you like a clean foot? Like a clean foot, no cold, no tattoo. No tattoo. That's hard to find now, though, right? Oh yeah, there's people are walking in coal all the time. <laughs> It's one of Earth's most abundant resources. That's what I'm told. I heard that somewhere. Even to this day. Yeah, Trump, he he did what he could to try to keep to keep coal, you know, number one. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've got a few miners' feet that I've seen before. Yeah, how's it going down there at the uh last pay less store in the United States? Oh, it's pretty good. We've been um you know, we've been on tough times with COVID, but we soldier through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even before COVID, I mean, brick and mortar. Yeah. It's you not guys been were good, but I'm really in it for the feet. So. Okay. So do you guys got to do like a whole COVID protocol? Like you just give the shoe to the customer. They put it on themselves. You don't actually fit it for them. Well, it's not even really a functioning store anymore. It's just I run it out of my basement, so. Oh. Oh, damn. We don't have How? to really go with what the government says. Oh, so you're defying all these orders, huh? Like yeah. you just oh, come okay. down. No, we have two rules: no socks, no masks. <laughs> um. You do know we're nationally tell our. Uh... <laughs> We're global, right? <laughs> yeah. We're also, yeah. We we're shot into space. Oh well, come down to the basement, pay less if you want. I have a question about that shoe sizing thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Um, do you guys clean that in between uses? Oh no, <laughs> I do not. Okay. He's I don't know. I don't wrong things. I would, yeah, I would say with no socks. I don't know if I'd feel. Do you even have those or can you just size visually? Yeah, I usually just, I can match it up based on um, just touch and feel. (laughs) Oh, so you don't even, you don't even use your eyes. It's all touch and feel. Oh, I use my eyes. Don't don't get me wrong. All five senses are important. 
All right. Uh, Nate, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you dropped by. Oh, for anytime. sure. You just, as soon as you say the name, I'll pop right in. All right. All right. Nate, well, I'll, then w- I'm going to try to fit in some more uh, feet-filled movies for you, you know, along yeah. further oh. down the line. Thank you. And if you guys hear from that Kim Hinkle, that little rascal, you tell him, tell him Nate's on a, uh, Nate's on a hunch of uh, what he's been saying about me. Have you ever seen uh, Hinkle's feet? Huge. Uh, on the internet, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's a beast, man. He's like 6'9". What do you mm-hmm. think of feet that always have just been in cowboy boots all day? Oh, they're fine. I mean, kick those boots off, cowboy. <laughs> Thanks, Nate. <laughs> Later, guys. See ya. Uh, all right. Um, Ozzy gets the rest of the kids, and he hides him in that little secret cobwebbed dining room that they found earlier. Uh, he sneaks away. He steals some of the explosives. Then you get like a real unnecessary like suspense thing of Ollie maybe seeing him while he's smoking a cigarette. Um, Foster, D-Roy, he shows up. Uh, he's, or we cut to him rather. He is loading up a helicopter with the bonds he's signing. Um, and here in his dialogue, we find out that Miles basically lost the deal to Mallard. So he's, yeah, cause, he's cause he will no longer busy. be a Titan. Because he's like too busy trying to help his kid in a hostage situation. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> um, we see Ozzy. He's rigging these explosives underneath the swimming pool. Um, Ollie. They should have fig- These are too close, right? Oh, yeah. When you're sure. writing this, you go, we got an Ozzy and an Ollie. We got to change this up, right? The first time Dan said Ollie, I thought he was referring to Ozzy. <laughs> I was totally yeah. confused, and I was like, oh, yeah, it is Ozzy that I was trying to yeah. refer there. <laughs> uh, Bentley, he gets he's down uh, in the basement with Ollie. Ollie's like, looking for some sort of approval, and Bentley just fucking blows him off. Uh, at this point, Bentley's down to just the one hostage. He's just got Mel. Um, D-Roy, Foster, he shows up. Um right around the same time that Ollie blows the final open of their tunnel. Uh, Miles calls calls Bentley. Uh, He wants to hand over the money. He's trying to get his kid back. Um, Calm down, Tom Jane. I could not think of that. Was that Arrested Development? My favorite joke. The Tom Jane thing? Yeah, I just want my wife back. (laughs) Calm down, Tom Jane. Uh so at this point, uh, yeah, when he calls, Bentley says, I want Foster, the guy who fired me, that sniveling fucking coward. I want him to bring the cash over. Uh, we cut K-Dog. He's uh, cr- still crawling through the sewers. He he falls out. He finds the stash of the ATVs. Um, just as Ollie's crew, they, um, they dig through. They crash through. Um, to the second a man can do anything, they're fucking real proud of themselves. I mean, Ollie's the only guy who did his job, right? Like, that's the only crew that completed their task. 
Um, I mean, the goons have shot up some cars and stuff. Yeah, and tranked a security guard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just that one goon that gets all fucked up, right? Yeah. What, what an embarrassment. Um, Marvin had finally, he's like, he just, like we got to leave. Um, or he thinks, no, sorry. He admits that these idiots actually think we're leaving in the chopper. So there we go. Another diehard switcheroo with these bad guys. Well, don't. At this point, if you haven't figured out that they're going out through the tunnel, you're an idiot, right? Don't you think the chopper is still a better plan than ATVs? What I... At first, I get the ATV sneak out, but when the dad hacks into the computers and they're like, oh, they have all this plan for the... They, like, why has he got plans for the sewers? Any competent cop would go, oh, shit. Then they're doing something with the sewers, right? Like, that, I think, is the crux of, like, as un-understanding of the cops blasting through gates and trying to sneak up to the school, them not catching on, like, oh, we should probably investigate that. I think that's their biggest failure. And for this, I think they should be defunded. Um, Foster, he's getting fitted with a bulletproof vest and by a police officer with a really dark sense of humor. Uh, make sure you take it in the chest because it's useless if you get shot in the fucking face. Uh, he he goes in. There's he he meets Bentley. There's this little rigmarole. Uh, Bentley finds the wire on him, freaks out. Right as Ozzy jumps through the fucking glass like this skylight, Batman style, uh, knocks the gun out of Bentley's hand. There's a little bit of a of a fucking wrestling. Uh, Foster gets the gun. Ozzy thinks he's. He's got it. Mel even thinks he got it, but uh-oh. Foster turns 15 degrees, points the gun at Ollie, or Ozzy. Shit, I did it. Um, Foster's been working with Bentley the whole fucking time. Holy shit. Um, Foster makes a call, but to whom, right? Is this the same guy that uh, Bentley talked to before? Ozzy gets tied up, and Bentley and the gang leave. Ollie and his team, they're right about to escape, and Marvin, they spot, he spots K-Dog just as he, uh, right as the explosives that were set up underneath the pool, they fucking go off. We got a tsunami of water rushing through the tunnels in the basement. Everyone gets wiped out. Ozzy finally cuts himself free. At this point, the SWAT team, they start to make their way in. Um... Foster, he's got all the bonds in the briefcase that he came in with. Uh, he finds one of the ATVs. He's getting ready to hop on it right when Maloney, she comes out of nowhere, knocks him out. Uh, Bentley's dragging Mel behind him. He gets to the ATVs. He starts one up. Um, he's, he sees like a stash of cash, and Mel's like, holy shit. Like at all the, all the money, and he's like, ah, you know. I think he says like pocket change or chump change or something, you know, like compared to the bonds that he just picked up. Holy shit. And then you get this little, um, again, Patrick Stewart takes off his shirt and reveals that he's wearing a Manchester United Jersey for no, (laughs) just starts yelling United. Mm -hmm. Um, 
he hops on the ATV, starts it, turns the light on. Right as he does, he sees Maloney like a fucking rat in the tunnel. Um, and then this is just hard not to laugh at. Maloney like trying to run away from the ATV in the tunnel. Uh, she gets run down. Uh, Ozzy, he gets uh, an ATV, or he finds Maloney. Right as he's like trying to care for her, K-Dog jumps out, tackles Ozzy. There's a little back and forth like, hey, it's me, it's me. Um, this is where Ozzy starts talking about how much K-Dog stinks now from crawling through the sewers. Uh, they hop on an ATV. They take off after Bentley. Bentley's got fucking rockets, like heat-seeking rockets on this ATV. It's mm-hmm. got everything. Uh, yeah. Uh, they still don't do shit, but I'm telling you, 13-year-old Bones was at the edge of his seat. Yeah, fucking those... ATVs on a, like, with a rocket down a I tunnel? Mean, they do seem pretty weak. They don't even, like when they hit a wall, they just kind of create a little hole there. It's not yeah. even enough to damage the structure. These are not Ollie-approved rockets. Um, Mel actually does something good. He goes to like shoot the second rocket and Mel like fish hooks him, you know, so he turns and shoots the rocket up against the wall so they get away or it it goes past them. So K-Dog and Ozzy, they're cruising up on their second ATV. They get up next to him and Mel is like fighting them the whole time as they're trying to get Mel off the ATV. Um, They end up getting tipped over. They flip it back over. He lets K-Dog drive. We get a funny little Austin Powers scene of K-Dog trying to turn the ATV around, which is kind of funny. They finally catch up. I don't understand how they're able to catch up if they're the same ATV. Yeah. Right. Pat- Patrick Stewart should be long gone by this point. Yeah. Um, they manage to catch up. There's a little back and forth with Mel. Finally, Bentley just gives up, and he's like, fuck it, you can have her. Um and he takes off down. By this point, the cops, they've stormed the school. They start making arrests. Um, Miles finds his daughter. They find the rest of the 10 kids, but there's no Mel. Miss Sanders fills them in like, you know, Bentley took took Mel at the end. Um, we cut back. There's a little bit more of the ATV chase. I'd like to talk about the score a little bit more. At this point, there's like this heavy percussion at the start of the tunnel chase that I actually really liked. I was like, this is actually pretty good. And then right when they get to them like fighting over Mel, the synth score jumps back in and it becomes shitty again. And it was like such a bummer. I was like, fuck, I was actually into this. Um, so yeah, they finally get Mel. Uh, Bentley takes off. They climb up through a manhole. So they're like in downtown L.A., New York, wherever this movie's supposed to take place. Seattle. Seattle? Okay. Um, right as they pop out of this man manhole, uh, taxi driver just stops. Now you need a cab? Uh, he's like, let me borrow your fucking radio. And again, another phone call over the radio. Um, well, that cabbie, too, is like, all right, 50 bucks, which is... <laughs> Yeah, super steep. Like, come on, yeah. man. Like, come on, man. I just crawled out of a fucking mantle. Um, yeah, they, they call the stepmom. Yeah, I got Mel. Even K Dog's here. He smells pretty rank, though. And K Dog's like, some friend, man. Like, I'd be pissed. 
Fuck you. Uh, well, K Dog's already getting the worst of the deal because uh, Ozzy's name is Action Man, and K Dog is the best iteration of it. He also calls him Doggy several times. Mm-hmm. Seems way worse. It'd be like me calling you uh, Lyle, right? Yeah. Or Cronny. Or Dandy. Um,. Yeah, so while they're on the phone, uh, Ozzy tells his dad, hey, that foster guy, that he was fucking Bentley's partner. You know, oh, this is bullshit. Uh, Maloney comes out. She's, I think she calls him a piece of shit or something. Yeah. She's like, no, no, he was in on it too. And it's like, well, how can you prove it? Is there proof? What's your proof? And the dad's like, I need his phone. And the cops are just like, yeah, just fucking... Illegally search him, grab him, and hand the phone over. Um, he's like, hit redial. You know, whoever they work, you know, whoever they were working for, they last called him. They Classic. fucking, yeah, they, they hit redial, and it's fucking Mallard, dude, who's celebrating the fucking TV deal. It was Mallard the whole time, man. Uh, we cut to Bentley just fucking cruising down this tunnel. He sees the light. He's all excited. He drives into it, fucking splashes into a sewage disposal outlet. Uh, the bear bonds, they start to sink into the shit. Bentley dives in after him. We fade to black. Uh, cue say a prayer for the youth of America, man. That's the end of Masterminds. I mean, if you were coming up to a, t- to a bright light at the end of a tunnel, wouldn't you at least slow down and... It's the longest tunnel ever. Wouldn't you at least gauge if you were going to like fly off into a pile mm-hmm. of shit? Yeah. I mean, they had 3D models of all of these sewers. You'd think yeah, you would know. know where to go. Yeah. Well, it's obviously, you know, it's just a guy that didn't do his research because couldn't be a lot bothered to memorize the tunnel layout. Couldn't be bothered to memorize the name of ten children. He's no K dog. Guys, that was 1997's Mastermind, the directed by uh, the crazy man Roger Christian, starring Sir Patrick Stewart and uh, Vincent Carter. Um, Pete, I picked this movie because of. Uh, I would say because of its VHS cover, but it definitely stands out. Um, my history of trying to uh, apprehend this rental as a child. The quest. Um, the quest for it. I actually think it's a pretty good cover, man. Um, it's like inverse, you know? At the top, it's it's our hero Ozzy holding a skateboard. If you flip it over, it's, you know, Patrick Stewart and his goons. Uh, any quick thoughts before Dan gives us some uh, upon further research? Uh, no, I think cool. I, I, it was a fun movie. Like I think if you know I'd watched this when I was thirteen, it probably right. would have been something that stuck with me. Right, Dan. Uh, we, we had our uh, second wireless shave in five day rental history. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but no hot dogs, which was a real letdown. 
Seems no like... hot dogs, no smut walls. Mm. Oh, I watched a film the other day that has smut wall. Uh, this is the most... I don't know. Maniac Cop might be the, the most action, right? Like Death Wish 3 is a lot of like shooting and blowing up. Black Dog, which is, of course, you know, will be an unreleased thing definitely had a lot of action I, this is up there i mean ice road you know this is i feel like this is up there yeah i mean robots with what you would, had big robots fight yeah i was trying to get i'm trying to think when i think action i don't necessarily think just like there's like gunfights there's fighting and then there's just like the hopping jumping crawling climbing like that sort of you know when i think action that's the stuff i like um, full contact, full co- yeah, but there's no crawling through vents and rigging up explosives and you know, Amsterdammed. Dude, that's chase. just Boat that's chase. just edge of your seat, thrill ride, fucking rock hard thriller. This whole podcast should just be about Amsterdammed. We should just do a minute. <laughs> should do 240 episodes. That's right, because we're going to do it twice. We're going to go through it twice. Dan, cue the music. Gentlemen, upon further research, this movie only made 76 pounds when it was released in the UK in 1988. Or 1998, sorry. Uh, Lowest reported intake in 1998. Hatley Castle is where this was filmed. Funny enough, that is what they also used for the X-Men movies, which also starred Mr. Patrick Stewart. Uh, as of May... I bet he was rolling around on that X-Men set like, like he already knew where everything mm-hmm. was. Like, Check this out, guys. Mm-hmm. As of May 2021, this is still not available on DVD or Blu-ray. It pops Trocious. up on streaming every once in a while. Uh, released August 22nd, 1997, here in the good old United States. One- Which means, I sorry, I so this means I probably saw it like spring of 98. Yeah. So if it would have come out, yeah, if it would have came out late 97, this is the, you know, this is the time where it took longer for stuff to get on video. Or they kicked this to video quick because it sucked in the box office so they were trying to capitalize so I would say probably early in 98 was when I saw this so I'm 13 years old at the time so I can rent this without a parent so I'm saying Mm. 1.9 million was the gross worldwide I didn't get a budget I couldn't find one Uh, and of course our main uh, character there is Pete in Mad Men as we uh mentioned before that's about it not very much research out there for this one what a bummer that this doesn't have a blu-ray with director's commentary i got my rad blu-ray the other day with with roger christian talking about how he kept trying to get patrick stewart to meet up on tuesdays Mm -hmm. for some 
some Scientology meeting? I couldn't shoot on Tuesdays. I had a prior engagement. Nobody would join me. But yeah, guys, I mean, that's it for research. So that should lead us right into uh, Mary Kill Fuck. Oh, you, we don't want to rate this thing first? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we can do that too. Because I got rate that it. sweet little drop I put together for this. Rate it. So the sooner we, the sooner we get to that. Rate my box. Have you guys heard that yet? Did you guys make it that far? Okay, cool. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Dan. It's a beautiful uh, uh, combination. Per per the rules, I go last. So, which one of you want to uh, strip down? Karan, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna go bones. Uh, three point five. I'm going to go Dan, a two. Oh, Kron. I got you at a 2.0. Bones, I got it at a 3.0. Mike. Have you both at a two point five? Cron Howard, the floor is yours. Uh, I think I would go with a two here. I mean, this movie is entertaining. Uh, I guess when I get down to it, it just kind of seemed like a lesser Home Alone to me. Um, and I mean, there's nothing bad about it. Like, it's a perfectly fine movie. It just, I can't imagine watching this ever again. So, right on, gentlemen. Uh, as Bones mentioned, nobody died in this film, but I died while watching this film. I'm going with the one point five. Because I just feel like it loses itself. Like it doesn't know what it's trying to be. I feel like if they would have stuck with the 12, 13 year old crowd, we would have had a good. But like the deal with with Bentley and all that shit, like I didn't give a shit about that if I was 13. You know what I mean? Bear bonds and shit. And I just didn't like how whenever he created something, like we didn't see that process. You know what I mean? Like I really wish we could have seen some of the more of his like inventive sort of shits. But that's just me. I mean, like I said, it's, it wasn't bad, but I don't know. I just felt like it lost itself with trying to like appeal to the parents as well as the kids, you know what I mean? I feel like this was like the perfect stepdad movie to take your kid to on when it was your weekend. And then you could remind him that his real mom abandoned him. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe he could call you dad afterwards whenever you got like, man, dad, that was really cool. You'd be like, oh, he called me dad. Bones? 
Hi, sorry. I'm trying to understand uh, the the logic here by saying the movie isn't bad, but giving it a 1.5, which is lower than nothing but trouble. So, uh, it's just, the fact that Kron hasn't stepped in here and chewed your ass <laughs> for giving this movie a lower rating... But I'm a 3.0, by the way. This mo- if this movie's score wouldn't have sucked, it'd be a 3.5. Because it, you talk about this movie doesn't know what it wants to do, what it wants, sets out to do. It does exactly what it's trying to do. It, this is fucking diehard for 13-year-olds. And they fucking nail it. They don't fucking lose the thread at all. So you talk about all this complicated shit because when you get to the end of this movie and you're 13 years old, you're like, my fucking mind's blown. This is a corporate thing. It goes all the way to the fucking top, right? Because it, it just it elevates. It goes one extra step each time. So you think it's just this guy stealing our fucking kids for money. No, it goes... <laughs> It just it's it goes one extra step money? and yeah, stealing kids for money, <laughs> right? But now it's corporate. Now it's this thing, like it, and it cycles. Oh man, and it's perfect. We got a great character who knows who he is, keeps to himself, just wants to fucking steal video games, movies, whatever the fuck it is. It's Scream Two, the movie. It's a video. It's a video by game. the way, <laughs> right? Like you just get the right guy in the wrong time at the right place. Like it just, they fucking nail it. It's a 3.0. This, this with a few little tweaks, somebody put a lot of fucking work in like, take this element from this, take this element from this. Yeah. Patrick Stewart knows what fucking movie he's in and fucking nails it. Like the movie is good. This is a good movie. It's such a bummer that, 97 is the wrong time for this. If this movie came out in the 80s, it'd be a Goonies. If you got red... If it came out earlier, it'd be a fucking Goonies. People would fucking be going to picnics and watching this in fucking parks (laughs) on a fucking blow-up screen in 100-degree heat with whiny-ass fucking kids and hot dogs. We're going to go watch fucking Masterminds. Like, it'd be... It it just came out in the 90s, so it loses... I'm sorry. What are you saying? I said, if you cut 25 minutes, you got rid of the whole like corporate tie-in where he was just like, all right, I'm gonna, these are the 10 richest kids in the United States, and I'm going to say, hey, I want $5 million apiece from their parents. Yes. But I just didn't right. need all that other stuff. I didn't need a guy... Ollie was a cool character. Yes, I enjoyed that character. But did we really need a guy that's drilling under the school? Well, how are they going to get out? Well, he can just find, like, oh, shit. I know there's a tunnel under here. You're saying you don't need that, but the screenwriter did their homework and was like, (laughs) how the fuck are these guys supposed to get out of here? They dropped the ball by going, well, we'll just have the cops ignore the sewers. That's true. I feel like they were like, all right, we're going to make this movie called Masterminds. You guys are going to write it. And they were like, yes, finally. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to turn it into a PG-13 movie. And they're like, oh. 
I don't I don't think that was the case. I think if somebody either wrote this as like, oh, it's Die Hard for Kids, or somebody probably figured out, hey, you know what? A big movie fucking seven years ago, eight years ago, was fucking Home Alone. And those eight-year-old kids, they're teenagers now, and they're into hacking, and they're into this weird techno music, and they're all wearing in denim and little sunglasses. Super into Let's screen. do that. Yeah, let's figure out how to fucking capitalize on that. And they fucking nail it. They, they nail what they're trying to do with the story. Where they drop the ball is a shitty fucking score. Like relying way too much on like three D imagery to they did not use the music that they have down for the score. They use no. stabbing westward in the beginning, yes. But they also have seven dust in there. They have T V T records must have produced this soundtrack because seven yeah. dust and a whole bunch of their artists are on this soundtrack. Yeah. And that would have been badass. Yeah, because like, it has a song called Too Close to, to Hate. Up a notch. Yeah, because I used to love that fucking song. It was on the first Seven Dust CD, and I was like, I didn't fucking hear. I think they start playing it. I think that's the one you're talking about where it goes to the techno because they start playing it a little bit and then it jumps to the techno. Yeah, dude, I fucking miss '90s soundtracks. So much of my music taste comes because my mom was like, I don't know what you like, but you like movies. Here's five soundtracks for Christmas. Like, here's Ace Ventura when Nature Calls. Here's the Cable Guy soundtrack. Here's my like, soundtrack. Oh yeah, but she was just like, "I, you like Jim Carrey, and he's on the front of this." So, I had so many fucking soundtracks. Like I said, I was uh, what, dude. One point five and two, um, I don't it, know. and I tried no. to watch it last night, and I was just like constantly on my phone and harsh. That is so harsh, that. man. I think you never. There's a rewind show. You never know uh, when they yeah. come around. No, I think you two are less apt to like give me props on a rewind show. I th- there's I I, I'm Maybe seeing where the wind is beautiful. Yeah, I fucking nailed that pick. The problem is I nailed this one too, and you guys are like, oh, that's well, right. I think part of the issue for me is because you described it as like whoever made this took all these elements from all these other sources and i guess to me it's just at this point i feel like i've seen a better version of all the elements in this film yes that's fair to say like this thing was uh, from this movie which is much better like right we the main thread of this is well it's die hard which is a five-star fucking classic and but how do you tone that down to make 13 year olds be able to watch it well, we yeah. can't kill anybody. Okay, well, let's do this with kids, but we can't really put them in any sort of terror. Like, they're really having to tone it down to get that PG-13, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is where I think they probably set out to say, like, let's do Home Alone meets Die Hard as a PG-13 so we can make some money. And the bummer, like, just, it fucking flopped, obviously, but... But I I get that argument of, well, why would I watch this when I can watch Die Hard? And my argument would be, and you even said it in your review, well, you're not a 12-year-old boy in 1997. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, 
I always have to rate these movies within taking in consideration like when they came out and what they were trying to do. So mm-hmm. me giving nothing but trouble a two is also saying like he was trying to make this weird, gross comedy. So I do have to give him like a little bit of like appreciation for that. This in my mind is like they could have royally fucked this up much harder than they did. You know, because you, I don't start out as a one and say, all right, fucking, you got to get to a five. I start out at a five and you start chipping away. And this, to me, only chipped away down to a three. For you to say that you chipped it down to a 1.5, that is fucking gnarly. But, but that's also nostalgia it, for you with this film. So we naturally know you're going to be a little higher yeah. than what we're at. Just like nothing but trouble is a two for me because there was always that mystery around it. Like, what the fuck is this film? Yeah. You know? You call it nostalgia and I call it being able to butterfly effect (laughs) into my 12-year-old body. But I keep my big dick. You understand? (laughs) All right. Uh, Kron, points for this before you give us our, our final tally because it's going to be so fucking sad uh dan crushed it this week with two points i got a measly 0.5 and you got a one all right just to update on the rate my letterboxd i would have a 9.5 bones would have an eight dan would be leading the pack with a 10 Uh, and we have (laughs) one more round to go yep Three more yeah. movies. Three more movies left before a Rewind 3 show. All right. All right. Masterminds would have an average rating from the three of us of 2.17. That would put it at number 25 on the list. It is right below Deep Rising and right above MXP. Man. One particular person's picks are pretty dense at the bottom of this list, I would say. You've got a lot of picks at the top, too. Yes, you do. You have Maniac Cop 2 at number 3. You have Dead Heat at 5. Slumber Party Massacre at 6. I didn't hear a 1 or a 2 in there. (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. I picked these for me. God damn it. (laughs) Dan has I, one, one. Dan has one and two. You have three. I have four. So I have one and two. What is two? Rad and Amsterdam are oh, one yeah. and two. Oh, that's right. It went up. Mm-hmm. Amsterdam bumped up. I thought Kron had two. Guys, even though you obviously um, were we mistaken you. in your rating of this, I still appreciate every time you you sit through one of these picks. Yes, it's nostalgic for me. Yes, this was in the movie bank. This was absolutely a movie we were going to do for this podcast. So thanks for hanging in there. Because I'm sure I'll pick a fucking much worse movie. So will I. Yeah. Without I already a doubt. have. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But uh, guys, let's get out of here. Uh, but before we do that, I forgot, Dan, we got to do one last thing we do at the end of each of our categories. 
which is fuck, Mary kill. Oh, yeah. This was your category. Mm-hmm. You started us off, so I'll let you go last. Kron, may I defer to you? Yeah, Please give sure. us your fuck, Mary kill. Uh, I'll be quick here. Mary Trimmers, because it's Stone Cold Classic. Yeah. Uh, fuck Tales from the Crypt, because you always want to have a little fun with the Crypt Keeper. And kill Masterminds, a movie that probably doesn't deserve to be killed in these categories, but I like the other two better, so that's what I yeah. got to go with. I'm going to marry Tremors. I'm going to fuck Mastermind because it's my uh, high school sweetheart that I got to fuck. You know what I mean? Like just on the side. It's not out of love. I still love Tremors, but I'm going to fuck the other one because I always wanted to know what it was like. Um, And I'm killing Demon Knight only because it's kind of into it. Right? Like it. Sure. It's like it. Demon Knight is like, yeah, I get it. So... Uh, gentlemen, I'm going to marry Tremors, I'm going to fuck Demon Knight, and I'm going to kill Mastermind. Well, I think that's the order. So, going with Kron's there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I definitely need a shower. Yes. Because I'm going to cry, <laughs> wash some of this salt off. Um, but again, uh, let's let's... Close it up here. That was, it came from the VHS cover. We're going to take our showers. We're going to come back. Kron, you're going to pick our next category. They're ready to right? go. Locked They're and ready loaded. to go. Uh, if you know anything about our convoluted uh, randomizing system, but uh, come on back. Uh, if you're not following, you're not subscribed, please do that. For my buddies, Kron Howard, Dan the Laundry Man, I've been Bones. Guys, Buddies forever. Buddies forever. Crash and burn. What's up, everyone? Laundry Man Dan checking in. Just wanted to let you know to follow us on Letterboxd, and you can also email us at 5dayrentalspodcast at gmail.com. Crash and burn. everybody welcome back from uh listening to masterminds hope you uh jammed your hacker floppy into a hard drive or something it might be bad form but i thought that was a solid app it's a good app yeah we had we had some we had some old friends show up oh definitely <laughs> mm-hmm. one day we'll have the, the trifecta and get Kim Hinkle on the same. Oh, shit. I don't know if we could handle it. My, my mind would be blown. Maybe they. Maybe if we ever do a commentary, they'll show up. Yeah. Maybe. I can see that. Yeah. Maybe it's just them together doing a commentary. I mean, we usually almost always go longer than the length of a movie, so. 
<laughs> yeah, it might be good to have that uh, <laughs> that beginning and end. All right, well, uh, that movie wrapped up. Uh, it came from the VHS cover, and now we're a ship without a breeze blow, and we don't know where to go. But luckily, I'm going to pull up random.org, and guys, it's going to be another cron category. Yeah. Are you, are you foaming at the mouth right now? I'm excited. Yeah. I want to I wanna see a screen share, man. I trust you, but... All right. I like Dan, why don't you describe or tell the viewer at home while he's pulling this up what we do to select categories? So, uh, ladies and gents, whenever we decided to do all this, we each came up with a list of ten categories, right? Yep. And we do three films for each category. We take turns, we hit random.org for uh, which one we're going to pick here. Mm-hmm. I believe Kron has a few that are not on the table. Yeah, I was just looking through my cards. So the two numbers that I have out are seven and eight. So we'll see what random.org has in store. All right, guys. I got it set one through ten. Here we go. Number seven, that is already gone. (laughs) Generate. Number three. Guys, special category, special day. Oh, shit. Mm -mm. This category is mental issues. Ooh. So I just want to see movies... Maybe you got someone going crazy, somebody where it's all in their head. But my selection, we talked to him earlier tonight. It's Brian De Palma's Raising Kane. Man, that's much sooner than later. I thought it'd be a while. We got to it. Guys, this is a stone cold classic. All right. What year was Raising Cain? Raising Cain was from 1992. Uh, This movie features one of the best actors to ever grace the screen. (laughs) One, John Lithgow. It's going to be a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is on streaming, but if you're like me, you can just go pop in your Blu-ray disc of it. <laughs> Let's look this up real quick. This was a movie I had not seen, and you... Uh, I don't know if you... T- I think I watched it your request mm-hmm. I think I last year. Both of you watched this movie at some point, so... Yeah. This bad boy is not streaming on any of the services, so we will have to rent. A travesty. This should be in the Library of Congress. (laughs) (laughs) On an LP to the moon. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, this is 
one of your favorite movies. Yeah. Some, uh, something I thought for sure was going to end up on five star bangers, but you know, I think it kind of straddles the line between a five day rental and a five star banger. So <laughs> I think it fits more into this category than that one. Right. I'm I mean, trying to find it so I can take my rating down. Oh shit. I'm just going to leave mine up. You guys already know where I am with this movie, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I actually thought about this. There's a movie that I selected for Five Star Bangers that when I put that one up and you did not put up uh, uh, this one, I immediately was like, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, is he stacking the deck? Is he keeping an ace in the hole? I mean, I already so, had these categories built before we even right. thought up five star bangers. So, is this one like? So you'll have to do like a half watch, right? You you pretty much know this. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll do the plot points. I'll I'll write that stuff down. Um, right. But yeah, I could. Probably run through the plot right now. <laughs> it's our first returning director. That's right. Wow. Would be the second Brian De Palma film you've chose, Karan. Yeah. I've got and another look at, one for five stars. So. Look at us on Philistine. Like, we haven't done the biggies. Mm-hmm. You know? All right. I mean, I think this... Do you guys not think this works as a five-day rental? I mean, this is a pretty bonkers movie that... This I, this I, is this is over the plate of a five-day rental. I think I like this movie more than the average person would, so... Without a doubt. <laughs> what... Uh, is, it, is it unfair to look at the current rating? I would say I'm in line with what the... Uh, yeah. This is, dude. This is right over the plate. This is perfect, and this will be a. This is a, it will be a fun. Uh, I'm going to speak for Dan here too. I think this will be a fun category to try to find flicks for. An order is Cron Bones me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I allowed to pick uh, Invisible Man? Hollow Man. <laughs> no, remember we you guys told me that uh, Invisible Man, like the pretty much the whole plot point is the guy fakes it. Oh, wait, Diablo spoilers. Uh, he fakes his own death, so everybody thinks she's crazy, right? So that, that would, would, that, that would, work. would that be allowed in this category if somebody thinks they're going crazy? Yeah, I think that you would know, work. Or the general public think they're, okay. If it appears that someone is losing their mind. Okay. I think that would work for this. Okay. You could do Hollow Man, though, so. Oh, so somebody could lose their mind because of some Anybody, physical right? attribute? Yeah. yeah. Any yeah character. Any of that would work. If it looks like someone's going crazy... 
or if someone's imagining the whole thing, that would work for mental issues. It fucking counts, all right? All right. Well, anything you'd like to add? Dan, how are your allergies, man? Getting better. Okay. You taking anything for those? Uh, nah, man. I'm just, you know, horse paste. <laughs> That's good. Did you did you see now I don't read news, I just simply look at headlines and keep scrolling that the ivermectin creates sterility in eighty five percent of its male subjects. There, and the, of course, there's that part of you that's like, well, good. Yeah, if like, you're taking, if you're eating horse paste, you don't need to have kids anyway. Yeah, maybe, maybe we, maybe we fix the glitch on its own, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm God done anyway, so you know. Paste did you it go up. Get, did you go get the? Not yet. It's going down. Yeah, I'm over here complaining about getting LASIK and that sounds a lot worse I ain't scared yeah but it's to his balls it ain't to his Johnson no they're taking they're taking the dick too oh okay hey, you know what that's the way to do it dude streamline your life yeah I love my dick I got a nice healthy big old dick but sometimes it just gets in the way like literally trip over it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you're always like ow I stepped on my dick mm-hmm. and then of course that just makes it longer because I'm stretching it out all the time from stepping on it <laughs> sure you ever seen how they make taffy um, alright I'm excited for this category especially as we get we get into the fall seasons here in the midwest Mm-hmm. You know, you really start to lose your mind when the trees are turning, but it's 95 fucking degrees. It doesn't make any sense. So. That is true. All right. Well, Let's get out of here. To talk Raising Cane with you boys. And we'll do that next week for you, listener. I know how that feeling is. Because I had it last week when I was excited for my buddies to watch Masterminds with me. I don't care how low you guys rate this movie. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to go dry off. Crash Uh, and burn, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, crash and burn. And follow us on Letterboxd. For fuck's sake.